Hello everybody, welcome to the Morning Metro. It is December 16th, 2017. For once, Gritron actually said the date for uh, right, actually. So yay. Yes. Yay. Yeah. It is December 16th. Yay, I did it, it right for once. Um, but uh, how are you, Gertron? How are things going today? I'm doing well. Things are going great. How are you doing? Uh, I'm all right. We um, had a slight uh, technical issue. Our friend Cappy was going to join us. Uh, who actually oh. just popped Hello. back in? Uh, hi, Cappy. Hello, Cappy. Uh, he was going to join us for the morning metro and at the time um, experienced some technical difficulties. Who appears to be back, actually. So welcome back to the show, Cappy, as a guest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ca <laughs> yeah. Cappy, are you going to join us via video or are you just going to do voice today? Just yeah. since we're. Let's see if we can do some on the fly editing. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing fine. I'm um, I'm just mainly just like tired, I suppose, I guess, for the most part. Um, but that's not too bad. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to see, actually, I'm just going to see, I'm sort of buying some time, actually, obviously, because Cappy's going to see if he can get back in here. If not, we're not, we're not going to worry about too much. Um, but um, yeah, no, it's it's been been a good been a good day and everything. Got lots of interesting topics to to discuss as usual, and of course the class. All right, here he goes. He comes back into the room. Come on, maybe yeah. Okay, that hey and no flickering. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet. You uh, spoke too soon. <laughs> I just disabled your sound, so that's okay. Sorry. Thank you, Hunter, also for the channel host. We appreciate that at the Morning Metro. Um, yep, okay, so I think I think we're actually finally good. I'm going to transition Cappy in here. Blah, there he is. Our man Cappy up in the corner here. Not because I don't like him, but because simply I just don't... Uh, um, oh, dear, he's running into connection issues again. <laughs> All right. We're gonna have to just we're gonna have to just sort of like go with it for right now. We're, we're so sorry to have all these issues this morning, guys. Um, but um, yep, he just crashed again. I think he. Uh, I think he's about to drop off with his internet uh, connection. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm here. All right, we're gonna we're just gonna okay. skip the video with you today, if that's all right, Cappy. Because apparently <laughs> we're having a, a little few too many issues with that. Apparently. Um, <laughs> apparently. But we're going to go ahead and get the show going right along here. Gertron, please take the first article, if you would. While I get Cappy the link to okay, the show notes. So the first article comes from Fox News, which, as we know, this channel seems to use a lot of. Unfortunately. A little bit. Uh, I don't know about unfortunately, but okay. We'll continue uh, on. <laughs> That's fine. So it's fine. China seeks the ultimate weapon of warfare a research arm of the u.s intelligence community just wrapped up a competition to see who could develop the best facial recognition technology the challenge identify as many passengers as possible walking on an aircraft boarding ramp mm. of all the entries it was chinese startup company called the e2 tech that walked in with twenty-five thousand dollars in prize money this month mm. the highest of the three cash rewards now now the reason why it is so important to have good face <laughs> rec recognition technology is because if you want to be able to pick out one person in a crowd of a hundred a thousand or maybe even more than a thousand mm -hmm. you've got to have good technology i mean mm -hmm. otherwise there could be that one bad guy in the that mix. one person yeah exactly and the Chinese seem to know how to get their facial recognition going. Mm. Now, 
currently, China is no longer in a position of technological inferiority relative to the United States, but rather has become a true peer, otherwise known as competitor, that may have the capability to overtake the United States in the AI. That's artificial intelligence. Mm. The report written by Elsa Kanya at the Center for New American Securities, the CNAS. Interesting. Although Pentagon policy currently calls for a human role in offensive actions carried out by machines, it is unclear whether the Chinese People Liberation Army would adopt such a policy, the report states. Now, uh, further into this article, as we look into it, we find that uh, right now we are still in the lead, mm-hmm. but China isn't inferior to us anymore. They're they're competing with us, and it's, they're stating that within the next five to 10 years or so, it's possible for China to be on the same realm as we are. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Mm, yeah. Um, now, um, facial recognition technology uh, as a whole uh, does kind of disturb me to some degree, uh, mainly because, you know, it just means that, that um, you know, I am easier to recognize by a face. Uh, now, we do know that, like, facial technology can be uh, can be spoofed, obviously. Um, you know, if someone has a, a photo, um, and I believe, uh, I think it was Wire.com had covered this article very similar, or s- something to that effect, that um, facial technology was easily uh, recognized and stuff. Um, oh dear, apparently, uh, Cappy, can, or apparently my, uh, good turn buy some time for me. So as far as the facial recognition goes and it being able to be spoofed, there are certain lower tech technologies as far as facial recognition that is more powerful. You have your low-end facial recognition technology and your high-end. Your low-end, yeah, a picture is going to be able to catch on and it's going to be like, that's fine. Now, I had a facial recognition software that required that when they looked at you, you had to wink or you had to make some sort of facial move mm. that it could detect. That way, mm-hmm. if you are just using a picture, they're like, come on, you didn't move at all. Yeah, You're, you're uh, not getting in here. Now, right. a lot of the facial recognition software is usually at Hunter States is usually only used by trusted agencies for valid reasons. Uh, yes. We're talking about major corporations that have uh, special, secret, confidential right. research stuff going on, and also the military. I doubt we ever come across it. Like, uh, we go to McDonald's, like, oh, we have to recognize your face before you can order food here. Right, Unless, right. of course, the entire America goes into some dictatorship or martial law or something crazy like that uh cappy as you're being um a guest of the show here i wanted to i don't want to have time talking what do you think of facial technology i think it's a good idea um there there's multiple benefits for it like for example say you're a um a constant person from back from uh like ordering food and other things like that they can register your face and then they can they can say okay you like this and we'll order this for you yeah yeah i can i can sort of see that a little bit um to some degree but then also i i feel like that we're at the age where there is so much collected about us as individuals that it's like we're 
like we're basically recorded on a big data system honestly <laughs> yeah, that's true. and i don't yeah. want to um be constantly recorded on a data system that like you know now my face my name my you know bad enough facebook uh has information that it does uh twitter and and the like um i think it's very you know frustrating that that's you know a um uh, a constant um constant issue uh for you know a constant thing that that's we're collected all the time and stuff um while you gentlemen go ahead and fill space again i have to quick take care of one thing so you two can talk amongst yourselves excuse me please Okay, so uh, as far as facial, <laughs> very <Graceful>. busy today. <laughs> <laughs> We're having to do a lot of fillers for Grid today, but it's okay. At least we have Cappy here to help out there. So, Cappy, I am have you so ever sorry. Ran into any facial recognition software that you actually had to use, or yes, take- I actually, I actually use facial recognition software on my phone. Okay, so it works. I mean, I mean, I enjoy it. Like, it makes it a lot easier for me to unlock my phone just by simply looking at it. Um, I I enjoy facial recognition technology. I think it's interesting. I think it's a good way to be secured. And just like with any biometric system, compared to like passwords and other things like that, it's hard to um, it's hard to get past it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, like, I don't know, it's just the idea, I mean, now what's more, now let me ask this question. What is more accurate, retina scans or facial recognition? Facial recognition because <laughs> retinal scans can be spoofed as it's seen in the Samsung Galaxy S8 and S8 Plus. Ah, okay. Interesting. Mm. Um, so yeah, um, interesting, I mean, it's cool, I mean, it's I guess it's kind of cool now that it's 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 cool, but the fact that the Chinese developed it is a little unnerving to some oh, degree. Now, now un- understand, every every country has their own facial recognition software. They're just stating that China's just seems to be better. Oh yeah, I, I, I yeah that ex- yeah so I know it would be better. China yeah, just happens to have a better facial recognition software than uh, the Americas do, and other countries that weren't part of that competition yeah interesting though now the question is okay now that they've developed their their technology um you know what what are they going to do with it up to this point like are they going to just simply um use it against us are they gonna like you know because i mean it's, it's just i don't know it's 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 kind of i'm curious to know what they're going to be using this you know new technology for and stuff they're going to try to sell it or yeah. use it in some horrible way which yeah well, I, I have I have a note on that, but first, Hunter asks, is, is this being used in every country in the world? Most countries, obviously your third world nations that have next to no technological background at all, they may not have it. But facial recognition software, you can download it on the internet. There's, there's software that's free for public use as facial recognition software. So it's being used everywhere that people want to use it and have the ability to get a hold of it um but as far as what they would use it for most of that is usually used in surveillance and defense Mm -hmm. uh tracking a particular person down i don't know if any of you have watched the new tv series out that's called wisdom of the crowd no i haven't heard of that one basically it's about this guy who (laughs) created a 
a side <laughs> company that uses normal people like you and me to track down criminals. Uh -huh. They take they take pictures on the front. And say, hey, this is this criminal's here, and yeah, go. You can find him there. Or uh, being detective saying, oh yeah, I know where that that signage comes from, or stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it can be used for cr catching criminals, catching bad guys, and preventing huge losses, and and then also like protecting banks and other companies and whatnot. So, as far as an attack side. I, I don't see it really being used mainly mm -hmm. for offensive. I see it more for defensive purposes. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Cappy, any more thoughts before we move on to the next article here? I think Gertrude summed it up pretty well. <laughs> Alrighty then. Alright, cool. We're going to move on to our next article, which I, um, uh, let's see. I, oh, okay, so I have to fix this. So apparently... Wired does this thing. There, there's this little extra code on Wired's website where it goes uh, forward slash amp, and it actually like amps. It actually makes the images and everything bigger. I discovered you actually have to erase it for it to actually like resize. It's so weird. Uh, it happens especially if you're um got the link from Twitter. <laughs> um, but apparently U.S. fighter jets are getting the laser cannons they've always deserved. Yeah. The age of US the age of Star plus Wars. Laser cannons equals awesome. <laughs> right. Um, well, possibly, depends. Uh, if you want to go ahead and take this, uh, I think this was one of your articles, Gertrand. If you want to go ahead and talk about this one, please yeah, go for yeah. it. Uh, it's been just a few months since the Lockheed Martin gave the U.S. Army the most powerful laser weapon ever developed, a ground vehicle-mounted system that can burn through tanks, knock mortars out of the sky. Now the U.S. Air Force wants its own toy. So Lockheed's engineers are back in the lab crafting the kind of weapon Poe Dameron could get down with. And if you don't know who Poe Dameron is, he's from Star Wars. Mm. He is. Mm, interesting. He's an X-Wing fighter pilot there. Ah. Yeah. They're making a laser blaster for a fighter jet to swat <laughs> down incoming missiles. Interesting. Wow. Lasers on a fighter jet? Um, Sounds appropriate. there. We're getting to now. All we Star need Trek is the Millennium Star Wars. Now, uh, now, all we need is an X-Wing and the Millennium Falcon and Han Solo. <laughs> this is true. Decades after science fiction writers and directors imagine worlds of killer beams flying back and forth, reality is catching up. This spring defense contractor, Raytheon, became the first to destroy a target with a laser fired from a helicopter at White Sands Missile Range in New Mexico. The Ooh. Apache AH-64 shot a truck from more than a mile away while on the move and from a variety of altitudes. Rathion is also building a laser-firing drone-killing doom buggy. Doom oh, buggy with lasers on it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> doom buggy. That sounds like sounds like Mad Max or something a little bit. Oh, Terminator. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Boeing has its own anti-drone laser cannon as well. Now, these lasers will be able to dis distract, destroy missiles, tanks, and other aircraft if need be. This will also reduce the need for stealth planes, but most will most likely not replace them in their entirety. Mm. Uh, so, <laughs> wow. Lasers on a fighter jet. That they look is... laser beads. Now, okay, now are these visible lasers or are these invisible? Because there is such a thing as... Um, uh, is the ultraviolet spectrum? So my question is, are these ultraviolet beams or are these actual visible, like pew pew, like actual, you know, beams here? What are we talking? Is my question. 
Now I've seen the lasers on the Humvees. Actually, yeah. those might have been mic- microwave-based lasers. Uh, you don't really see them. They uh-huh. just kind of do their job, and there you go. It kind of now I can see this being a very interesting weapon of warfare because um, imagine a a jet or whatever flying over, and the bad guys are like. You know they're getting ready to shoot it down, and suddenly something that they that they what they're about to shoot explodes next to them. They're like, "Hello," you know. Like I can yeah. see that. See them looking up at the jet, and then looking at their thing. They're like, "What?" You know. They basically they're shooting an invisible yeah. beam. It's it's so inconspicuous. It's it's perfect in a way. No, no. Hunter did ask, "Will it be like a uh, homing laser?" Uh, give me one second here, guys. Will it be a homing laser, or when a missile is detected, it will lock and then fire? That's something that the military, I don't think, is going to let us know. But well, of course. I would imagine that <laughs> would be some auto-firing. I know that on, uh, I know they have the capability to look at objects and automatically shoot at them, because I know on battleships, they have, I think they're called buzz guns. Okay. Literally, they just automatically lock onto any target that's coming at them missile-wise and uh, immediately tries to shoot it down. Mm. So I would imagine that the laser weapon would most likely have the same idea. Mm. Maybe. From from the sounds of this article with the missile, um, it sounds like more of a remote detonation system, I would say. Possibly. Possibly. Maybe. It's that, that's, that's always a possibility. Now, the reason why this is going to be kind of not completely getting rid of, rid of the need for stealth planes, but it's going to be reducing the need of stealth planes, mm-hmm. is because stealth planes are really expensive. Indeed. And they're invisible to radar, and they're very <laughs> hard to get any missile lock-ons. And yeah. they use them for stealth bomb missions, and they're expensive. Could you imagine having uh, F-16s or whatever mm. uh, carrying these anti-missile lasers on them? Then they can do the same job as the stealth plane at a lower cost. Yeah, interesting. Um, I also forgot to mention we need to actually keep make sure we mention that we that we're uh, talking to people in chat, so the people on SoundCloud know who we're talking to. Um, but uh, Hunter says in chat, they would have they would have it. Jets can go faster than uh, 1,000 kilomiles uh, per hour, or kilometers per hour, sorry. He's using uh, imper- uh, metrics out of Imperial. Uh, so it would be mandatory to have it. Um, yeah, I'll I've, be, oh, I hate to interrupt, but I'll be right back. I got to take care of something real quick. All righty. Um, so anyway... Um, yeah, so it'd be very interesting to um, to see, you know, lasers on fight man, lasers on fighter jets. <laughs> what what age do I live in? Hey, hey, okay, okay. I have said this multiple times. Yes. Now, way back when, before the Wright brothers made their first aircraft, people thought that they were crazy. That would never happen. Yeah. And now we're doing doing that kind of thing all the time. That's just normal. And then people start saying, well, you know, Star Trek's too much in the future. We'll never see that kind of stuff, or even Star Wars kind of stuff. But we're getting there. Yeah. No no longer can somebody literally call somebody crazy just <laughs> because they believe some science fiction technology may come into reality. Yeah. It's all possible. Yeah, and I, I think it really... 
you know, it's kind of interesting. You look at um, cell phones, and they're basically the the tricorders of today. You look at um, you know fighter jets, and they have lasers, and it's becoming you know the the technology of the day. And it's just it, it gets more and more interesting as we go along to see these advancements now. Somebody somewhere is going to use this for evil, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Any, Every any technology has an evil. Any type of technology will eventually be used for some sort of evil. Now I'm waiting for the bad guys to come up with uh, anti-laser uh, defense systems or whatever. And they'll come oh. up with like those bubble shields from Star Trek, maybe. That would yeah. be awesome. Or not, oh, sorry, Star Wars. My Wrong reference. But yeah. So, <sighs> wow. Cool. I, I wish there was a video to... to to go with um to go with some of this actually and but unfortunately there uh, uh, there isn't a video actually to demonstrate this but I guess there you know maybe there wouldn't be. Give me a second, I will I will send you a link. Uh, Gertrude always looking things up for us. Um, Hunter says in chat it eventually would be become normal and it would maybe be a be a jammer that can jam it somehow. Yeah, uh, very interesting, definitely. Um, See if Gertrude come up with something here. I gotta make sure I'm actually looking at one that's legit. Legit. Yeah, yeah the actual thing, not something that's been modified in oh. Photoshop. <laughs> okay. Well, I have a two-minute. Oh no, that testing laser fire. Okay, this might be okay. It's two minutes long. I'll I'll link you to it. Alrighty. It looks interesting enough. Alrighty. Where is this? And oh, okay. It's coming from YouTube. Okay, copy the link. All right, and I'll guys. post that in chat as well. All right, um, let's see. What we got here as I scrub along. Wait for my feed to show up. Laser weapons, ah, stuff of science fiction. Now they're closer to getting real. This is a two-minute video from the YouTube. The U.S. Air Force Research Laboratory told CNN it hopes to demonstrate a fighter jet laser as soon as 2020. It really is a national tipping point where we see the technology evolving and maturing to the stage where it really can be used. This year, the Air Force, the Pentagon Research Arm DARPA, and Lockheed Martin successfully tested a laser turret that would allow near-supersonic planes to surround themselves with a 360-degree defensive laser shield. The Air Force Lab has already built working lasers that can destroy aircraft from the ground, like this laser shootdown of an unmanned plane in 2009, which was a precision breakthrough. At sea, the U.S. Navy already has an operational laser weapon aboard the USS Ponce. But hitting moving targets from a fighter jet flying hundreds of miles an hour is a lot harder. A successful laser weapon can burn through strong materials remarkably fast with virtual silence. Pilots could use it to defend against enemy planes, threats from the ground, and incoming missiles. No need to reload because ammunition is electrical power, not bullets. To be effective, cool. fighter jet lasers will have to be smaller and lighter than ground-based lasers. They'll have to be accurate despite the G-forces, vibrations, and speed that come with air combat. In addition to fighters, the commander of Air Force Special Operations says he wants defensive high-energy lasers aboard huge AC-130J Ghost Rider gunships by 2020. Mm. Experts say it'll be the beginning of a new era. 
as laser weapons are poised to exit science fiction and join missiles, guns, and bombs in the real world. Tom Patterson, CNN. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Wow. That's a little, uh... <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. That's... I, don't, I just... Wow. Crazy. Oh, boy. Maybe we won't have to pay for expensive sets for the movies anymore. Just yeah. have... Just, uh... You know, just modify a, a fighter jet to look like uh, an X-Wing. Right? Oh, that would be... That would be interesting. Indeed, yes. All right. We're going to move on to the next article. Now, before we talk about this, okay. I have had numerous conversations about this. I have done my best to get as educated about this as I can. Um, If I uh, misunderstand something in these next two articles, um, please correct me in chat. That's okay. Um, and anybody on SoundCloud, if you wish to, uh, comment about, about this, um, please, you know, email us, uh, our emails, uh, <coughs> excuse me, guys, still trying to get over my cold. Our email is, of course, um, themorningmetro.gmail.com if you want to, um, discuss this particular article. But, we're moving into the net neutrality discussion. Um, so I would ask that, uh, Gertron and Cappy please speak carefully, um, that we, uh, you know, um, try to be understanding because it is a very confusing subject and I don't want to get, I don't take anything out of context or go crazy with it, but we are discussing it. Net neutrality vote FCC repeals Obama era internet rules. Now, right off the, right out of the gate on a quick say that net neutrality rules have been in place mu- uh, much longer than Obama. Um, I've come across a couple articles from wired that discuss that it's actually been, um, a much longer, um, rule that's been in place before that. Um, but apparently Fox News decided to title it that way, although I think that's technically incorrect. I did not read write show notes for this because I wanted to read it right out of the article because it was actually quite short. I'm going to go ahead and just try to go through this. The FCC voted Thursday to repeal Obama-era uh, net neutrality rules and move the, Repub- the Republicans say would preserve free and open internet, but has triggered protests from consumer groups, internet companies, and uh, uh, Democratic lawmakers. (coughs) The repeal passed on a uh, 3-2 to party line vote. Uh, It is time for the internet once again to be driven by engineers and entrepreneurs and consumers rather than lawyers, um, accountants, and uh, bureaucrats. FCC Chairman Ajit Pai, who I don't agree with some of his his, uh, rules, because he's actually... um, as I understand it, was part of um, Obama's cabinet of uh, people in in um, uh, his presidency. Pi, a Republican, announced uh, plans in November to eliminate the rules calling uh, for a light-touch uh, regulatory approach to the Internet. Uh, a longtime opponent of the regulations, Pi has signaled plans to undo the rules since taking over chairman of the FCC this year. In a moment, in... Uh, uh, <laughs> My indicative. Dis- thank you. Indicative of the heated atmosphere surrounding the proposal. The FCC hearing uh, room in Washington was briefly clear Thursday just before the commissioners were set to vote on repealing the rules. Pai was delivering a, per- a prepared statement on the vote when he handed a note and stopped uh, mid-sentence. On advance of security, we need to take a brief uh, recess, Pai said. 
Um, after the room was cleared, law enforcement officers with uh, dogs were seen surveying the room. A few minutes later, commissioners and others were let back in and meeting uh, meeting resumed. Net neutrality regulations uh, imposed utility-style regulations on internet service providers such as a- uh, Comcast, ATT, and, and the like, such as Verizon, to provide them uh, from favoring their own digital services over rivals. For instance, by blocking or slowing certain content. Pi argues that the net neutrality rules adopted during the Obama administration discourage the internet service providers from making investments in their network to provide better and faster online access. Um, so it goes on to um, to say here, let's see how, how much further of this article do I have here, because it's quite a long, I didn't, this one was actually was longer than I thought. Uh, while you're looking into that, I did a quick research to see when this net neutrality actually started and it was actually on february 26 of 2015 the fcc ruled in favor of net neutrality by reclassifying reclassifying broadband as a common carrier under title two of the communication act of 1934 and section 706 of the telecommunication act of 1996 on April 13th of 2015, the FCC published the final rule on its new neutrality regulations. So, oh, it, it, it was actually enacted while Obama was in office. Okay. Um, now, to kind of get a little bit of another different look on this, I've also put up an article from Wired that was also um, somewhat um, similar. Let me take a little note here. Um, I see Cappy posted a link I'm going to quick bring up here on the fly, which I don't normally like doing, but whatever. Oh, it's not that big a deal. Let's see, net neutrality statistics. All right, I'm waiting for this page to load. Okay, what do we got here? Um, Cappy, do you want to um, expand upon this art- this link you just sent me since I, I'm not yeah. familiar with it here, if you would? Yeah, yeah just give me <laughs> one second here to launch it in my uh, Google Chrome real quick. Uh, while we do that, um, uh, Gertrand, you want to start in on this? If you want to go ahead and start commenting about this. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the first section of this article uh, that states, you know, <laughs> what is net neutrality? Go Under for it. Net neutrality: all online content is delivered equally by internet services providers (ISPs). Rules implemented in 2015 mandate that such companies as Comcast and Verizon not to block, throttle, or prioritize certain content on the internet. They cannot slow speeds for high bandwidth services such as Netflix and YouTube, nor create fast lane for services willing to pay them. Proponents say net neutrality preserves a low barrier to entry innovators, ensuring a level playing field for the next Facebook. Critics argue that it is government overreach and that regulations deprive ISPs of their own resources for innovations. Okay. Now, I had a discussion with one of my friends last night talking about this. I've discussed it with Cappy. I've discussed it with, with um, Gertrand. Um, very interesting, actually, little fact and tidbit. Uh, apparently, the... The lines that ISPs lay, uh, Google, and I think I think he said it, uh, Google in particular. Was <coughs> talking to a Moz King about this actually. Um, he said that technically speaking, the internet lines would actually be owned technically by the railroad because fiber lines actually laid near railroad tracks, which is technically on uh, um, tr- uh, railroad property. Um, but 
as far as like who actually owns the internet oh yeah yeah he was talking about like who would actually own the internet which is technically the railroads because they you know they it's by their tracks obviously and stuff so you know in a way it's kind of like it's almost like no one owns it but then some people think they own it and they don't own it things like that i i'm really against this idea of um and, and unfortunately it's sort of it's a bit of a clouded thing because it's like some people are like oh they are gonna block it like this oh they're not gonna block it you know, like this, stuff like that. I really don't know what to expect from this, honestly. Um, I don't want to have to have sites blocked as an add-on service similar to what cable does with certain channels that you pay extra for, which is what this could potentially turn into. Because a lot of people are apparently, you know, a lot of people use Netflix over internet cable. Um, sorry, not, not internet cable, um, over cable and stuff um so i really don't want to see like the internet shouldn't be something we have to pay extra for just because somebody's bottom line bugger uh, you know bottom line has to be filled um uh, cappy do you want to go ahead and talk or uh gertrude if you got something and then cappy if you could go after him if you want mine please okay so w- since net neutrality started in 2015 I've had internet access, Cappyman's had internet access, you had internet access before 2015. I didn't notice any differences. I honestly, I didn't even know net neutrality was a thing until they started saying they were going to get rid of it. I personally think the only reason people (laughs) are complaining about it is, well, let's be honest. It's because it's currently Trump's presidency, and it was one of Obama's big deals, and they're just... Anything they can attack, they will attack. Understandable. That's my thoughts. Now, Man, what are your thoughts on net neutrality, since me and Grid's been talking, and <laughs> you haven't had your moment? I'm, I'm just processing everything you guys said. Now, going back to what Grid ha- had to say about, like, Netflix, YouTube, and other <laughs> websites like that are majority traffic. Um, the link that I sent uh, actually shows that. I'm going to go you, ahead uh, and, yep, let me go ahead and transition to that. Go ahead. If you scroll down to the big data users, it shows uh, in a uh, circle chart uh, the amount of data each one uses. So, for example, if you notice, Netflix and YouTube are the majority uh bandwidth hogs so to speak and this right. is during peak hours as well uh okay. what peak hours are is the most concurrent users on the internet usually isp say it's like from 1 p.m to 10 10 11 p.m usually um so the problem with this is that they're treating data equally mm-hmm. and like i mentioned to grid earlier last last week data is data but <coughs> the main issue is bandwidth speeds okay uh bandwidth speeds are pretty much the quote flow of the internet unquote okay. um now since netflix and youtube take up mu- that much data the other websites that are in the circle chart are going to load slower uh, download slower and other things like that. Okay. Um, that that's the main issue with net neutrality because 
what they're saying is data is bandwidth, but bandwidth isn't data. It's pretty okay. much how fast it can download, how fast your internet speed is, how fast the web page loads, and other things like that. So, for example, my um, internet service provider currently my speeds are 2.6 megabits per second, or sorry, megabytes per second. Yeah. That means web pages that only have two megabytes worth of data is going to download in a second okay. and load however fast your computer can process that information. Right. So the main issue with this is that consumers want all data to be to be treated equal, but they're thinking that data equals bandwidth. Okay. Now, what I'm... I can understand that. Um... But what I'm trying to also worry about is that, or, or, um, thinking of is that, like, certain things such as, you know, like, um, probably the biggest video services we have are Twitch, YouTube, Netflix, and Hulu, uh, and Vimeo, if you're still using that. (laughs) Ha ha ha, laugh. Um, the thing is, is that if they're... And there's, and there's some, and I'm sure there's probably some conspiracy theories about the idea of controlling free speech, which I don't want to try to dive into because I don't even know. I'm not even. I'm, kinda, I'm not going to try to confirm. You know, say something I don't. I'm not sure over. So I'm not. Oh, I'm not I forgot my tinfoil hat. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, I. I think that every individual company should charge. And Cap, you and I had this discussion, and I'll try to fill Gertrude in on this. We were talking about the idea of um, companies creating sort of a microtransaction type of system, if you can imagine that, Gertrude, you know, since you know no. what that is. Yeah. Um, mm. Nobody likes that. So, I don't want to um, see certain services that we're used to getting access to suddenly slow down because... Again, it's always it's always comes down to profit, which is irritating. It's like living with a bunch of Ferengis from Star Trek, um, which I mean, in my opinion, most Democrats are Ferengis, but that's that's a that's just a joke for me. Uh, <laughs> in my opinion, of course, don't anybody freak out if you see us on YouTube, please, and don't kill me. <laughs> um, so I don't know, like I don't want to, you know, I, I don't I don't think there's any reason that. I don't, I don't see why this is a problem that like, you know, that, that people, we have to, um, I'm trying to make a thought and I'm really having trouble with this particular one for some reason. I'm actually kind of stumped, which is annoying. Well, well, think about your thought and yeah. I'm, I'm going to pull in there that go ahead. N- net neutrality not being here. You know, they're saying that websites are going to slow down. Well, Big companies don't have to worry about it. I don't think Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Hulu, uh, (laughs) the big companies that have a lot of users visit their website daily Mm -hmm. are going to have to worry about it. I don't think think they're going to have to worry about it at all. I do believe that the lower-end websites, the websites that maybe get one, two visits a day, Mm -hmm. they may have issues. Now, as far as, you know, like, Grid, your particular website, I don't know how many views your website gets per day. I'm not going to stipulate on that, but it's probably nowhere near as popular as, like, Facebook. Oh, yeah. 
people right. may go to your website and there may be a longer time for it to load, but I don't think it's going to be something like, oh, we're going to be waiting an hour here. It, where it might take uh, two seconds for Facebook to load, your website may now take five seconds to load. Now, okay. Uh, Ooh, right, go ahead. Really cares about that. Right. <laughs> um, now, the other um, issue is also, too, now now it now becomes a bit of a of of a con and i think this is the right word contractual co- contractual nightmare because now the isps have to like negotiate with different websites to chart you know to, to like i guess because of like the the ac- the bandwidth access to the site i don't know if that's a thing or not i mean would they have to like be like oh we're going to start we're going to make a deal with you know say like netflix or or amazon's you know prime or whatever um that uh, um, they're like, you know, we're, we're going to, you know, f- sort of throttle the connection to your site and, you know, people have to pay extra, things like that. I mean, is that going to be, if you understand what I'm saying here, do you think that would be a thing? Uh, any of you got a, th- any, any two of you got a thought on this? I, I honestly don't think it'll be a thing because one, uh, internet service providers would have to um, do what, on their end because of quality of service. Uh, uh, let me explain what quality of service is was real quick to to the viewers. Uh, pretty much what quality of service is, is a packet management system. Uh, pretty much it limits the amount of packets <laughs> that can be sent to like your router, to your home, um, uh, and other things like that. Pretty much that's what data throttling or fast lanes are. Okay. Uh, think of it as like a hose, so to speak. Okay. A And you have three hoses hooked up. The water flow from each of those hoses are is your data. Mm-hmm. So, hose one is going to like Netflix, YouTube, Twitter, or Netflix and YouTube, for example. Okay. They're taking up 100% of the resources, so um, hose two, three are going to have issues getting to a certain website. Okay. Now, if you implement quality of service, which pulls back the power of the water flow or the data flow to where hose two and three can function, that that's what it is. Okay. So what consumers want is a, like I said, a faster internet. Okay. Well, in order to have faster internet, you need to implement quality of service or packet management or fast lanes for this case. Okay. Because uh, not not all data is treated equal because video takes much more uh, bandwidth than like text-based websites and other things like that. So... Now, if we look at, um, I mean, honestly, like I use like I use 4G LTE, uh, which uh, has to access the internet. Um, that's I get that service through T-Mobile. Um, I don't really notice like if I get speed dri- now. I notice when I'm up in like the you know the mountain areas or whatever, or if I'm you know just getting out of signal. I mean, obviously, it's going to slow down because that's a quality of service in and of itself. Uh, from tower site to tower site, um, 
And even during like peak hours, like my download um, for my ISP is so like decent that I don't even notice peak hours, honestly, um, mm-hmm. which is very fortunate. But I, I don't, I really don't think that this should be like that. This needs to be a a thing of sorts that we have to actually think about. You know, oh, peak hours and speed and things like that. Uh, anybody in the chat that wants to pipe up and talk about this, um, please do at any point in time. Um, all right, see you, Castle. Thank you for coming, uh, coming by, saying hello. Uh, have fun. Ha- uh, have fun. Have fun your vacation. Have a good, sh- a good talk show. Yeah, thanks, man. T- you too. Thank you, Castle. Um. I don't know. I just, I don't think that, um, you know, I, 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 and it sounded like a lot of other tech giant companies were very much against, um, uh, uh, against this, this ruling, which is, which is understandable. Is this really, is this particular, how, what they're doing, is this really good for the economy as a whole, or is it going to fracturing, um, the internet and, or, um, and or you know websites and stuff are you know because i'm thinking about like okay smaller businesses um you know um like small businesses that need the internet to, to get their information out there i'm thinking about like you know content creators i mean there, there's just um there's just a lot of um uh there's just a lot of um st- st- there's a lot to consider on this and i yeah. just I don't know. I, I can't believe this has become like, I mean, we talked about it before a while ago and yes, Gertrude, I'm sure you're right. I mean, I, in 2015, I wasn't even, I didn't even know what net neutrality was either. Honestly. And honestly, back then all I had was just, um, back then all I had was just, I think I was with Verizon at the time, uh, two years ago. No, was I with, no, I don't remember who I was with. Cause I've been on Twitch for about four years now. Um, so I don't remember exactly who I was with. I was probably, I think I want to say it was maybe with Verizon two years ago, give or take. Um, but now Verizon DSL, oh yeah, that that's crap. Absolutely, I wouldn't recommend using it. But even then, I never noticed. You know, unless I don't know, maybe Verizon was doing throttling too. I don't know. They never seemed to give us a straight answer about much of anything. Um, I don't know. Do we really? Does this does this really have to be a thing? Do we really have to? Is it really that dang important that we repeal? this this net this rule altogether like why has this been so blown blown up all over the internet lately i don't get this i think i think personally again the reason why people are blowing this up so much is partially because of the terminology net neutrality neutrality take take it down to its base word neutral something that is neutral means it's neither bad nor good so net neutrality would be making the net, uh, the bandwidth speeds and whatnot, neither bad nor good for each company. Everything's neutral, even socialism. Ah, mm-hmm. and when you say, "Oh, we're getting rid of net neutrality," that sounds bad because then either you're going to be leaning towards the oh, everything's <laughs> going to be great now. Or mm-hmm. everything's going to be bad now. Oh. And people automatically assume that because it was called net neutrality, neutrality and that we're getting rid of net neutrality, that immediately it's going to the bad side. So, hey, everybody get on the bandwagon and start shouting it down. Okay. So I'm, I'm just – I think terminology has to play there. And also, I will throw this in again – 
it's also happening during Trump's presidency, which anything that is even minorly has even a possibility of being bad while Trump is president, they're going to attack and blow up like crazy. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Cappy. <coughs> do you, have, are you okay over there? Yeah. I just had okay. Do you have anything to add on to what Gertrand just spoke? Uh, I'm going to go to uh, the problem with net neutrality uh, real quick. The problem that I have with net neutrality is it being regulated as a Title II utility. Okay. That means it's on the same level as sewage, electricity, and heat. And Okay. So, pretty much, it, it's basically saying it's essential to live. Okay. Now, I somewhat disagree with that. I somewhat agree with it. Um... I don't think you need to live with, I don't think the internet or internet connection is a necessity anymore. Uh, main reason why is that you can easily just take a drive down to the library and fill out applications there, watch, listen to the news, listen to podcasts and other things like that. Mm-hmm. So it it's kind of weird, so to speak. Um, if... If the the on, that's the only issue I have with net neutrality is that it's a Title II utility, okay. and I personally believe that anything that the government touches turns to crap. Generally, <laughs> the, well, generally, yeah. the the only thing the government is good for is uh, trades, <laughs> uh, border security, and also enforcing. Mm-hmm. Those, those are the only things that I think the government is good for. Okay. Understandable. And, and so it... I think... Uh, the reason why I like this move is because I'm for a smaller government. And I think it's a good idea to get the FCC out of the internet <laughs> and put it into the hands of the FTC. Which <clears throat> the FTC has more power over than the FCC, because they're just a regulatory body, meaning that they can only enforce if rules are violated. Whereas FTC says, it pretty much says, no, you got to follow this, follow this, um, follow this to a T, so to speak. Yeah. Now, uh, Castlemania says in chat that he does not believe that this will be a an issue for net neutrality and i think that is a possibility i don't think that the internet is the same thing as it shouldn't be a utility it's not a utility it's it's um it's something i mean i don't know how you could really commodity yeah it's more of that honestly it's more like i mean honestly speaking you don't you don't really need the internet um but I, you know, I, I think that at the same, like, I don't know, this is just kind of like crazy. This has been, um, I don't know. I don't, th- I don't think, I don't see the internet really should be marked as a, as a, as a title to the utility or anything like that. Um, because it's just, it's a service, you know, it, it's companies yeah. providing a service. Um, so we'll really have to kind of just, we will have to see 
And I'm sure this will be in the news for a while, and I'm sure there'll be a bunch of tech companies that will try to speak for the consumer and all this kind of stuff and everything. Um, I know that Twitter has been marking it as, you know, oh, like they, they've been doing the um, they've been doing the hashtag net neutrality with like a little loading icon, and I think they've been trying to make it sound like it's it's blocking free speech and things like that. I don't, again, I'm not going to try to even bother diving into that scenario because it's just too much to even get into that. Um... You know, I I feel like we're maybe, maybe we're talking about this to death. I don't know, um, but it's a thing. It's kind of the way it is. How it turns out is how it turns out. Um, if people don't like it, I mean, and honestly, like as far as I'm, because the FCC is supposed to only be for trans like radio transmission devices. I recall, you know, like ham radio, uh, fi- you know, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, etc. Um, so I don't understand exactly. Um, you know, is the FCC supposed to be in charge of the internet? Should that really be their domain, or should it really just be up to... Are we sort of saying that, like, the control of the internet should be up to the individual ISPs, or thoughts on this, guys? I I think it should be up to individual ISPs. Um, mm-hmm. Main reason why is that, say, for example, <laughs> Comcast, which isn't true because they've already stated that they're not going to screw over the confer- uh, the um, consumers, so to speak. Um, I think if the market regulates it, it's going to mm-hmm. be a much better idea than the government controlling it. Mm-hmm. More power because, to the people. Yeah, I mean, I mean, precisely that. That's the issue that I'm having is that. That's the other issue I'm having is that it takes the control out of the people, like, to talk with their wallet, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Think about it like this. Uh, When net neutrality was in play, you just picked an internet company and you can't change anything about it because they have to follow the regulations. Mm -hmm. So you're limited to either you pick this company or this company. Yeah. And they both have the same rules. They just might have different speed services. I mean, like, uh, if you get a satellite-based internet company, they're not going to be able to provide you as much speed as a cable-based internet company. But allowing the people to decide who they actually want, because sometimes in one area there would be two cable companies in the same area offering the same internet service, the same speeds, I should say, and maybe one says, hey, these websites, we're going to slow them down. And this other one says, yeah, we don't care. We're going to have them all the same anyways. More more business is going to go into the one that's more free with their bandwidth, while the other one who's more strict, people aren't going to be messing with them as much. And then those people are going to be like, hey, well, we want some people too. So, hey, let's loosen up our reins a little bit. I mean, it's just yeah. how – gas companies work as well uh when you're driving down the street you see a whole bunch of different gas companies you know bp uh exxon shell shell all all those different ones and you see their prices Mm -hmm. some prices are lower than others but what what you don't see if you actually sat there for a while and just watched their prices when you see one company's price go down the the other gas company that maybe a few blocks away will say hey we want our business too, so they're going to lower their gas prices because they want the business. Yeah, 
So it's it's going to be one of those type of things now. Rather than the government saying well, everybody has to be neutral, there's no competition. Nobody really has to work hard at it. Now people actually have to listen to the consumers. I'm sorry, I went on a long rant there. No, no, no. It, it, that's perfectly fine. No, that that's okay. Um, I'm actually gonna. I, man, I, I don't know how much more we could really, because I'm, I'm still, like, I don't really have anything, I sort of feel like I've sort of said what I feel about it, I don't want the internet to turn into a microtransaction, I don't want it to be, con- I don't want it to be an excuse to control freedom of speech, I just want the internet to just work, okay, as long as, I mean, I just want to be able to, to access everything at the exact same speed that I've always been able to access it to, I don't want anybody that has lesser speed to not be able to access the internet, because that would be wrong, and that's kind of people's ability to actually Especially if you're a home business owner, an entrepreneur, uh, stay-at-home person, whatever, um, content creator especially, uh, I don't want this to – I don't want the internet to get to the point where it's, like, not possible for people to do what they need to do. That's really kind of all I care about to this point. And, I, and I mean, now, granted, and the government could honestly just come and just spy on – I mean, they already spy on us as it is. It's not like, you know, this net neutrality. It's, it's, not like, it's, like, it's, not, it's not like it's not like the net neutrality is going to control it. And I mean, even with net neutrality, if we had it, the government could still do it anyway because it's the government. It's what they do. Um, again, my opinion. Nobody on YouTube freak out, please. Thank you. Um, See, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. We've been spending like uh, – like um, we're actually almost going into overtime with the show here. Um, So – Let's just kind of, I guess we'll just kind of like let this sort of sit at the moment. If we have to, we'll revisit it later in the show. And Cappy, you're welcome to join us for that if you wish. Um, but we're going to go ahead and I think we're going to sort of drop this subject for right now. Thank you go, but guys both for your view and stuff. If you guys have anything more to add in chat um, while we're, you know, while we're talking about something else, that's fine. Um, what we could, you know, temporarily reviews, uh, revisit it. If not, that's okay too. Interesting. Um, we'll have to see. And then once it, gets deployed or change whatever we'll see where we stand with it i think is the best bet um moving along to the next article apple is ready to ditch the mac apparently uh now i i i skimmed this brief last night wait what uh, uh what? yeah uh are you in, are you still in the show notes doc um cappy you should the link should be there under the source section uh Gertrand, you should already have this article open oh, as well yeah. i have okay. it open all right now, I haven't seen this oh. ad that they're talking about. I'm try- I tried to scrub to the important part here. Uh, according to FoxNews.com, Apple mentions that the Mac, uh, Mac less and less at, at its big event, uh, that the company knows that the machine is a drain on resources that distracts from its new core business, iOS, and its mobile devices. I know that Mac uh, users do not want to see this reality, but Mac is is not is not the uh, not a money maker. When you go into Apple Store, you see iPhone watches uh, front and center, then iPads, then the Mac. Um, let me go ahead and actually get my. There we go. Get this back up here. Um, I'm trying to find. Gertrude, <coughs> uh, could you take over this for a minute while I interpolate and dispose? Thank you. Okay, so according to foxnews.com, Apple mentions the Mac is uh, less and less at its big events. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Machine is, oh, you already read all I that. I already read all that. I was just... Okay, t- <clears throat> see, see, this is what happens. <laughs> so, yeah, and actually, okay, I... So I'm, I'm going to read this part here. Go Apple right ahead. Apple is a master of radical pivots. It killed the floppy drive. Radical Nobody pivots. uses the floppy drive anymore. Well, I, no, actually, no, wait. Okay, the U.S. government does. Yep. 
I take it Thank back. you. The U.S. government still has not come up to the new age. Thank you. Uh, they've killed the CD drive and the headphone jack and iPhones, which I still think that killing the headphone jack and iPhones <laughs> is a good <laughs> idea. Okay, now I, I I like to quick mention. I have I really need to poke at this. I'm gonna I'm going to um. Going to try to, uh, uh, I can't think what the word is now. It's at the tip of my tongue, but I can't remember. I'm going to try to spoof, I know that's the right word, uh, Johnny Ive. <clears throat> Getting rid of the headphone jack was a bold move for Apple. We believed it was no longer necessary. People still use headphones, you derp. Exactly. Like, okay, I mean... like, to prove my point, prove my point, I have my Astro A40s right here. Notice it has a cable. People still use headphones. Hello. Cable, that was not bold. Right it wasn't here. it wasn't bold. It was just a marketing ploy. Please continue. Okay. While Macintosh systems went from Motorola 68000 to the PowerPC chip to the Intel x86 line of chips, a very memorable pivot came when the company dropped the Apple II line of machines with an event called Apple II Forever. Mm-hmm. While it extolled the venerable machine with a fancy new model, it marked the <laughs> end of the system. Um, now, I can actually, um, uh, as far as um, Apple dropping um, the uh, the Mac, or, you know, well, not dropping it, but not selling a lot of them, I can actually understand, uh, I can see this because um, they've been... There hasn't been any good refreshes. Now, of course, Apple push, pushes out refreshes, which to me is completely stupid. You're just rehashing the same dang product over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, but they keep refreshing the uh, the product every time they come up with a with an event and stuff. Um, you know, when they you know they're like you know oh here's our what is it called the WWDC or something I think is what it's called. Um, where they have their worldwide developers conference and they you know talk about what it's you know, called. That was sorry what. That is what developers. That's what I thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, so, and they haven't been talking about a lot of Macs, and we don't see a lot of you know um, Mac products being you know, refreshed or pushed out and stuff. So, like, I'm. Do you think it's really actually possible that that um, that Apple will be like we were the first to drop uh, you know uh, laptops because we believe everybody's going to mobile devices, you know, things like this whole like you know rhetoric of you know. Is Apple really being as bold, or is it just a map marketing ploy? Guys, but take it away. What do you think? I think Apple's being bold in this move. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also think it's boldly stupid as well. <laughs> yes. Opinion, yes. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as it is, like, comparatively speaking, um, laptops, I mean, there are companies that are producing, um, you know, much better um, uh, equipment, um, than um uh than um uh what is it um than apple is you know you look at uh dell uh you look at like razor you look at hp all of them you know they're they're producing actual good laptops apple keeps refreshing their well refreshing and and adding you know minor upgrades to their product line but it's not anything that could really like seriously compete and not only that you're paying like what a thousand two thousand dollars for a name yeah, and because you could find a, the same laptop with the same amount of power for almost a third of the price indeed yeah indeed 
So, I mean, you know, l- look go at ahead. the Lenovo 910 and 900 series. <coughs> you okay? Hey, that's exactly how I feel about it. Right. Um, <laughs> so, I, I don't, yeah, I don't really think, I don't see how this is. Apple's got a lot of weird ego things anyway. for some reason i've noticed with their I think they're trying to, to destroy <laughs> their own company i think that's what they're actually trying to do <laughs> they're seeing how low they can get mm-hmm. before the company actually goes boom we're done the company has been the same since steve jobs rest in peace you know has been has been gone honestly like apple's just really not because steve jobs was apple is what a lot of people have said and apple just hasn't really produced anything that's just like you know relatively um, I guess innovative. innovative really since he's been you know gone and everything, and it's just kind of frustrating to just feel like that you know Apple really isn't um uh isn't really uh um isn't like producing anything that's actually you know, like worth um worth noting and stuff. Well, um, I, I will be right back. All right, good thing Cappy's here. Uh, Cappy, uh. Like, I mean, is is Apple still relevant, honestly, as a company, at, considering everybody else that's producing products? At this point, I don't think they are, because <laughs> Android is really, really stepping up their game as of late. It I is. Mean, look at, look at um, Samsung S8 Plus, the S8, S8 Plus Note 8, um, with the curved display. Um, look at um, Razer, for example. That yes. just entered in the market. The Razer phone, yeah, which I'm yeah. ready to hit, see review from Linus Tech Tips over. They they are honestly irrelevant because they're not pushing new technology in. I honestly think they're trying to play catch up right now. Mm-hmm. Because iPhone just the iPhone X just introduced facial recognition, which Android has for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, fingerprint. Uh, a more accurate fingerprint reader um, and a high definition 4K camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Android has that has has had that for two years now. I actually have a funny. If I still have it on my phone, I might actually read this off on my phone as a joke. Um, I think I saw a screenshot um, that talked about the iPhone X. Um, I know which one you're talking about. It was one about like Apple's yeah. uh, Android's had it for years type of thing, and yeah. I don't think I don't yeah. think I've got it on my phone. Unfortunately, I did. Yeah. I texted I, to I... somebody. <laughs> um, but I mean, like people, and not only that, like honestly, Android is actually more cost effective, I think, mm-hmm. than than uh, iPhone is. I mean, I've had my Note for for quite some time, and. Um, have oh yeah, here it is. I found the photo actually. I'll read it off in a moment here, uh, just for the sake of the SoundCloud users and stuff. Huh. Um, and a back. Hey. Um. Back. So we're talking. So we're trying to bring it to speed really quick. We're talking about whether or not uh, iPhone is still relevant in the age of Android. Nope, it's not. Um, I brought up a small chart here that um talks about this is from oh this is from 2007 to 2016. Um, that was talking about uh, the link. 
Uh, <laughs> here, let me go ahead and drop the drop this for you both. Um, talking about sales of iOS versus uh, Android. And from what I understand from this chart here, it seems that Android sales are actually significantly higher. Um, uh, units sold actually uh, seems to be much higher than than iPhone is. Um, so really, Apple is is really not doing anything to really like keep themselves up. That I'm 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 wondering if someone would ever buy out Apple. That would ever be a thing. Now, now, on, in my my opinion, the reason why Android sales are so much higher than iPhone sales or iOS Apple sales is because iPhones cost so much to repair and to buy, and they're so proprietary. Well, Android phones they're they're not just limited to your Samsungs and your LGs. There are several. Hundreds of models of different companies that use Android iOS with a different brand name of phone. Well, mm-hmm. Apple's iOS is set specifically for Apple phones. You're you're not going to see an Android phone with Apple iOS on it unless somebody hacked into the phone and changed it. Mm-hmm. So. But on Android phones, you'll see the same Android version or Android type on every Android phone. I mean, you have different Android versions. I mean, you have your your Marshmallow version and your KitKat version. And Nougat and all the other great clever noises. they're all still Android. Yeah. Um, And Android's been... I mean, Android is sourced by Google, as I recall, and, you know, of course, and the really cool part is, is that Android is on so many different companies' platforms. You know, you have Samsung's, you have a uh, um, couple of, uh, Samsung's only the other competitor. I keep, I'm drawing, I'm drawing, like, uh, HTC, Razor, Razor, a couple LG. other companies, LG, yeah. I mean, so. I smartphone. I like Sony. it. Uh, Sony has, although Sony doesn't make that great phones, honestly. I've, I, the, the Z1S. Motorola. Yeah, the Z1S my dad had was garbage, in all honesty. The interface was terrible course sony doesn't make good things anyway um but um you know i i don't think that apple's really doing themselves i don't think that if anything what they're end up doing is they're shrinking their product line apple is about profit and they're now shrinking their product line more and more and more to point where they're gonna have such a small product line they're going to end up they, they could theoretically lose their niche in the market um so Guess i don't got his haircut Hey, Crab, Crab King, King states. in the chat. Um, but anyway, I don't think that um, I don't think that they're really going to be able to, to stay on top much, you know, whole, that much longer if they keep cutting their product line down. And you know, and they'll cut their product line, but then they'll sell all these little extra dongles for your phones and stuff like that. I just, what is <laughs> Apple's marketing ploy? Like, what is this? What they're, uh, they're just doing a shotgun effect. Are they they're, like smoking something? Shooting and they're hoping something catches. Uh-huh. And the, the, if one of those bullets didn't hit on the laptops, they were like, oh, nope, we're going to scratch that. They're going to they're gonna replace it with something else. I bet you they come out with some device that looks 
just like a laptop, but they're going to call it something different. That's not a laptop. Well, it certainly looks like a laptop. Unless they go back to that one product we talked about in one of our previous episodes where they where it was a phone that docked into a laptop design. That's the only other way that yeah. I could think of it you know, happening. Um, Android did that before. <laughs> But app, but it's it, but it's from Apple. It's innovative. It's groundbreaking. We're being yeah. bold. <laughs> but wait, Android just did that. So how Got innovative? Got him. <laughs> oh, we, we we added the Apple symbol. That's why it's innovative. It's, it was it was bold. We put the Apple symbol right the on Samsung this exact center. The exact Samsung center. S- <laughs> Samsung can already do it already. But, uh, but, but we did it first. Next. We did it first. We're Apple. <laughs> well, of course you did it first. You put the Apple symbol on there. We don't want that garbage on our devices. But it's Apple. I mean, <sighs> what more do you want? Um, yeah, so... Apples get rotten, and this apple is rotten to the core. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> Time for the compost pile. Oh, Ouch! Yeah. Oh, oh, ow! Yeah, wow. Mm. It can fertilize Android's development. Okay, Crab King and chat and chat says I use Apple. Feel bad for you. Oh, so <laughs> I love sorry, you, Crab, Crab King, King. But You're, okay, okay. I I've got to point this out. We're talking about apples. Has anybody ever heard of <laughs> crab apples? Crab apples? No. They're they're legit. Go ahead. Do, do a quick Google uh, Google image, and you'll see they're big and green. Oh gosh, what's your point? Do I want to know. Yeah, I, I think well, I got it. I, I think Crab King gets this. <laughs> get, get. Yeah, crab apples. I see it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I love you, Crab yeah. King. No, no offense. They're in my garden. Oh, <laughs> wow, Crab King. No offense to you, man. You're you're a good mod. Thank you for being yes, here, dude. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. We, that we're, is true. We're just, we're just poking fun at Apple over here. Just a little bit. So, um. And another innovative, not so innovative things. YouTube wants to introduce a new music service. Okay. No, hold on. So let me go back to the desk here. Hold on a minute. Okay. YouTube, bud, I hate to tell you, Spotify and Pandora did it first. Actually, no, before them. It was actually, wasn't it? Um, what was Napster. that one? Yeah, Napster. Napster. Did, Napster yes. did it first. So apparently, YouTube wants to launch a new music service in March. Report says uh, again, coming from Foxes.com. Um, okay, I, I have, I have, I'm going to shred this uh, in a minute here. Uh, according to Bloomberg, the new service referred uh, to inter- uh, yeah, come on, in an internationally as as remix as it is reaction to the uh, ongoing success of existing services such as spotify and apple or apple's music offering of course running a music subscription service requires a lot of music to be made available youtube uh is thought to already have warner warner music group signed us uh, signed up and talks are underway with sony music entertainment and universal music group okay yes of Yes, okay, of hey, course, hey. because look at the stupid... Oh my gosh, the stupid copyright... Okay, this is going to cause so much pain for content creators now. Because they're they're launching this music service. It's bad enough that people like me, we put music on the in our videos, and we get copyright strikes for Warner... Warner Brother Music Group is vicious, and so Sony. I'm sorry, like, and that's not an opinion, that's a fact. So no. why is YouTube deciding this is there's something they're just now gonna do? Well, 
mostly probably because there are thousands upon thousands of YouTube videos out there that is purely music. And they're thinking, yeah, the, hey, the Vivo we're stuff. Take that. But here's the thing. I'm not going to use it. I'm still going to look at the YouTube video that already has music in it that I like. I mean, you can find almost every song ever created. Now, I'm I'm that's been created since the internet was born. You're going to find it available on YouTube. And even even a lot of the music that came out ages before if they've ever been recorded in any way on any type of device at all you may find them on youtube as well so i don't think youtube music is going to be that big Mm -hmm. unless unless they say if you get a subscription with us you can use any of the music found in here and you're not going to be breaking any copyright laws. That might be beneficial. I don't think so. I don't think that YouTube's going to do that. I think vicious. I think YouTube. And I'm sorry, I am on YouTube, and I've done this stuff. I've I have seen. I've had. In fact, actually, um, uh, I need to quick bring up something um, uh, regarding my YouTube channel. Um, the reason why we were going to launch the recording of the game awards i got over seven copyright strikes on that video and it hadn't even been released publicly to my channel i actually had to take it down over the weekend uh, because it was a scheduled video but i had to take it down and yes i monetize my videos because i'm trying to make some side money off being a content creator although i'm getting a lot more off of twitch in all honesty um, and I think Twitch is probably going to be end up being more of my focus up to this point in time. Um, now, does Twitch have copyright rules? They do, but they are not as vicious as YouTube is. Okay, so like I could I could play YouTube videos inside my Twitch channel, and, <laughs> and it's as long going as to don't monetize it to YouTube. I should well, be fine. Well, you... while we're on the subject of continue continue on your with your thoughts, Grid. Um, what now, what, what Twitch does do is that they do mute your uh, video on demand or VOD for short. They do mute that if you, they'll mute sections of it if it has copyrighted music. And I have had a couple of VODs muted, but I've never gotten into trouble for it like I do on YouTube. And I think that YouTube will actually, what will end up happening is they'll make deals with Warner Music Group and Sony and Universal Music Group and people will start uploading people upload videos only to find their video got taken down or hidden or whatever and they'll be getting copyright strikes and there'll be lawyers after them and stuff because it's youtube be like well because youtube music you're now violating the site and all that jazz so i this is going youtube's just going to get a lot worse i think up to this point with this cappy thoughts please go ahead so did you guys hear about the guy who actually streamed like a whole entire ufc uh, fight no but was actually pu- pretending to play like as if it were the game oh really <laughs> no i didn't hear about that <laughs> it, it, it was it happened like a few weeks ago it was so hilarious wow did he get away with it yeah <laughs> oh wow <laughs> well then that's that's how you handle your music videos I, if you ever play I'd music you'll still... have you in the background playing a guitar with a mic in front of you and just let them think that you're the one doing it <laughs> You know, Until he actually came out, and Twitch was like, oh, okay, yeah, no. He 
he literally um, he literally said, "Yeah, um, that's actually not a game. It's actually a uh, the actual pay per view." Now, um, I. <sighs> I don't know. I think that YouTube is just like it's it's getting it's getting harder and harder to make make your way on YouTube up to this point um without like getting into you know trouble and stuff. But I think it's interesting. I think they're one of the few platforms that actually really freak out about copyright issues and stuff. Um you know, like I said on Twitch, like it's not really I mean, even now technically speaking, affiliates really shouldn't be um playing copyrighted music and stuff but i mean i i still say you know if somebody asks where the source is coming from i can give you the source just be like you know look this is where i got it from um you know and i will still give credit i'm not claiming see the problem is there is no allowance for on youtube where you can just say i'm not claiming this part of my video as mine i'm claiming the other the actual video itself as mine and there is no and when i went to actually go um to try to um uh try to dispute the uh video in fact actually one of the videos got marked as supposedly like i was watching like something came from the what was it wwe like world i i think it's like world wrestling isn't that like world wrestling something or other i think happy world wrestling entertainment yeah and they, they tried they actually mismarked the video as it being from that <clears throat> I'm not joking. It was it, it was a game. They were showing a game from GamesCon, right? And then they were like, "Oh, this is World Wrestling uh, uh, Entertainment." And I'm like, "No, it's not." Everybody wanted a piece of the action on copyright laws on you. Oh, it was ridiculous. I I actually just highlighted. If you guys want to see the the actual broadcast, it is on my Twitch page. You can go there. Go to my past broadcast where I, actually it's under highlighted. Unfortunately, it's in two sections because something fluked on my end. Not sure what exactly. Um, but it's on my Twitch page. And for the SoundCloud users, go to twitch.tv forward slash grid21 to go um, watch that. Um, but this is going to mess up. This is going to make YouTube worse. And, yeah. you know, even, and even sometimes, even stuff that's marked as copyright free, I, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if some of it gets mismarked because the algorithm is so bad on YouTube. It's ridiculous. Like for something to get and, and what I just said about the World Wrestling Entertainment, that's an example of how inaccurate it is. They have to have a human go back and check it. And there's no and there's no allowance. I really really wish YouTube had an option where you can say I am not claiming the music as mine. I'm claiming the the video, the actual video as mine. But is there an option for it? No. It drives me nuts. It's just... Ugh. I'm sorry, I'm, like, ranting at this point. I'm not helping. Uh. <laughs> I'm frustrated, but yeah, no. Um, so, YouTube Music, you're late to the game. Once again, YouTube, and, like, so many other companies. Apple, you are not innovating. I think some of these companies are just scraping the bottom of the barrel to just get a profit margin up to this Google point. Google seems to be the only company that seems to be rising. Just saying. I mean, and there's other companies beside them that are doing it. But no, I, I think YouTube and Apple, I'm just going to say it here on the Morning Metro, in my opinion, are becoming dated. Very, yes. very dated. And I won't be. And, and unf- the unfortunate thing is, YouTube is owned by Google, which is kind of ironic considering what you just said. Um, kind of weird, you know, what you just said, Gertrand, that YouTube's in. Or, y- Google's being innovative and they come up with this for YouTube. But 
you know, and on top of that, YouTube is becoming more and more of a paid platform because they've got their YouTube TV. They're going to make you pay a subscription probably for the YouTube music. They've got the movies. You know, I think YouTube is almost trying, it's like, it feels like they're trying to mimic Netflix plus music and all that kind of stuff. They're trying to mimic every other company as like one thing. Do they, th- do they really, do they really have a chance of competing with things like Spotify and Netflix and all the other jazz? Probably not. Happy, what do you Be think? honest, I have oh, go ahead. never go ahead, go ahead, watched a or paid for a movie through YouTube. Um, nor have I, actually. <laughs> you wow. Have. Yeah. Yeah. How was and it? How what did was that turn out? How was the experience? It, it was fine. Like it, it literally had no issues playing or anything like that. Um, I I have like several videos from uh on my uh, Android device. Which is also my webcam right now. Um, that playthrough uh, YouTube and it it runs perfectly fine. Like I have no issues with playback or anything like that. The mm. experience was actually pretty good. Interesting. Okay, well we got one last article um, here. Google found a way to stop phone creepers. Um, and I this is let's see how short. Okay, cool. This is actually super short. Once again. Okay, first of all, Fox News, if you ever see this, we're sorry for referencing so many of your articles. You have some great articles, though, and we really kind of like your writing, so uh, you're getting a lot of uh, PR off of our show, and I hope you're grateful. Um, Fox News should money. sponsor us. They really should. Yeah, Fox News really should, you honestly. Know, yeah, Grid, your yeah. job for the next month, and I'm giving you a month here, is oh, to somehow <laughs> contact Fox News and see if they'll sponsor our show. Oh, gosh, that'd be pretty cool. Um, okay, uh, so again, foxnews.com. Um, in their tech section, uh, let's see. I'm going to see if I can actually skim through this. Uh, the article reads as the following. Have you ever sat on the bus texting your BFF about your plans when you notice a person sitting next to you with their eyes glued to, to the display? Okay, I've, I've kind of sometimes done I, phone peeking. I've kind of done phone peeking a couple times, yeah. I know yeah, I think we all are at one point in time. Uh, a new research project from Google may have that thing of the past, or at least a shame those who take part. Google researcher uh, researchers He Jun Rai and uh, Florian Skaroff, I think I say his oh. name, have developed a project dubbed Electronic Screen Protector. Wait a minute, hold on a sec. Hold on, let's back ESP. up for a second. ESP. <laughs> ESP. Hey. I don't know. I think I just mi- I think I just I think I just missed a joke here. ESP. Okay. All right. Google ESP. Ah, and of course it looks for ESPN. <laughs> I think I missed a joke. Oh. Extrasensory perception. Ah. The sixth sense. That's funny. <laughs> That's actually that's weird and funny at the same time, but they're calling his electronic screen protector. What? You know? Okay. You know what? I could actually skip this entire article. And just say get a privacy screen for your phone. Problem solved. Problem solved. Not joking. Okay, come on. No, I'm actually gonna have to just read the article because I am. I actually do want to know. Um, which okay. So, electronic screen protector, in which they use Google Pixel's front-facing camera and artificial intelligence to detect the eyes to tell once uh, more than one person is actively looking at the display. 
Quartz first uh, spotted the video demonstrate on Rise YouTube account, which is public but unlisted. Um, let's see. Uh, let me, okay. The demo shows someone sneaking up on an unsuspecting phone user to see what they were doing. Why would you be? Why would you do that? That's creepy. But the phone then detects a second face and alerts the user that someone is is using the phone. Or, or actually, they should say seeing the phone. Uh, the whole thing looks uh, pretty rudimentary, but it's still in research phase. Rye and uh, I'm gonna pronounce this guy's name wrong. Um, will present the their findings on the uh, neural information processing system conference in Long Beach, California, next week. According to Quartz, the whole um, algorithm is is ran as run on the phone and can detect. Uh, face in many lighting conditions in just two milliseconds. That's pretty cool. That's fast processing. We don't know if this feature will make it uh, a mass market as part of an Android or Pixel lineup. I'm personally curious to... Uh, the, the person that wrote this, sorry, said he's personally curious to see if there are ways for it to tell if you're that you're actively sharing a phone with someone, say, watching a video together uh, and not for it to trigger the alert. Interesting technology. Um, and- now... Here is a link to an image of how I believe it works. All right, we're going to go ahead and pop this open here. Um, really? <laughs> I, 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 lo- I love that. That's, that's, that image is great. Thank you. <laughs> I feel bad for SoundCloud users who have no idea what we're looking at. It's a picture of two people, and it uh, has a... Um, has a square around the second person's face. It says "stranger, uh, stranger looking at, at uh, stranger looking alert," and it has a big rainbow uh, like uh, line coming out of the second stranger's mouth. I don't know if that's supposed to be a meme or what that's supposed to be, but that's interesting. That that's actually what uh, was demonstrated in the video. I, I just watched the video. Oh, all right. You have the actual video um, on um, uh, up there. Where where is the video? I don't see the video on this website. Link us the video. It's right there on, in the article. You know what? It's probably because we have ad block going on here. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yes, we at, at the Morning Metro love to use ad block. Because, frankly, there are too many ads. Um, I'm trying to find... And the video's still not there. Interesting. All right, we will we will pretend that there is a video here. And, ooh, this is very interesting. No joking. <laughs> um, hey, there it is. I turn off my ad blocks, and I have a video, and... Link me video URL. I will link you to the. <sighs> there it is. All right. And one moment. One moment. There you go. There's All the right. YouTube video. All right. Go ahead and. Uh, this is coming from. I want to make sure. Oh, coming from YouTube. From. Um, if I can see his. Wow. I love how there's. Uh, uh, he John Rai. Uh, <clears throat> this is from their channel. Um. And they're trying to just, there's no sound, which is kind of cool, but they're showing uh, what it looks like if someone were to peek over your phone. Huh, interesting there's no sound. I find that actually kind of weird and interesting. Screen demo. Hmm. So they, so uh, for SoundCloud users, it's uh, showing, again, this image I described earlier as someone is typing and stuff, and um the stranger's still looking at the phone. Uh, let's see if there's actually a point where they, um, where it actually, like, alerts you if it's actually working or not. Uh, doesn't, is there actually an alert that shows you what this looks like at all? 
No? So ah. from what I've got on the YouTube uh, from this video is that this this isn't <coughs> just a test for the system, but I would imagine there would be like a notification pops up saying, hey, someone's looking over your shoulder or like it vibrates or something like that. I can yeah. see that happening, but it just taking over your phone and saying, oh, stranger danger. You know what? You know actually, you know what they could do. Whether he when he was talking about um, it uh, detecting whether or not there's somebody like whether like when he was saying about like sharing the screen. Here's what the notification will, could look like. Notification pops up says, "Hey, there's somebody looking over your shoulder on your phone. Is this? Um, are you okay with this or not? You can hit yes or no. And if you hit no, then that means that the phone would know. Okay, they're probably sharing the screen with a friend." And if you hit yes, and then the screen could like I don't know black or darken or something like that or whatever. Um, now the reason why I think this is more innovative than a privacy screen is the problem is privacy screens dramatically affect viewing angles. They can actually distort an image. Uh, I kind of like this idea of a, of using detection. Um, better than a privacy screen because then I'm not losing the quality uh, and brightness of my screen. Um, plus, you know, viewing because a lot of people they'll like um, they'll view their phone from like the side or whatever and stuff. And privacy screens can like distort that imagery pretty. Um, Take a selfie. Yeah, pretty badly. Yeah. <laughs> Take a selfie and you can't see what you're because of privacy screen. Yeah. Um, so no, um, guys, thoughts if you got any. If not, that's okay. I think this is a pretty cool idea. Like. It, it 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 honestly is interesting. Like again, going back to our first article, face recognition technology is really uh, improving our mobile security, uh, our general security, and other things like that. So I love how this just came full circle. Thank you. Um, yeah. So I mean, that is pretty cool. Very, that's pretty interesting. That you know that that's that's a possibility, and I really hope that it really uh, proves out. Um, proves out really well and stuff for uh, um, uh, as a whole and everything. You know that 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 they come with something that works and always works and doesn't glitch or whatever and stuff. So, Gertrude, any other thoughts on this article or anything in general before we end? Well, uh, I honestly hope that if they do something like that, I do agree with Cappy. They there needs to be some sort of button that you can push saying, "Hey, no, it's it's fine. I'm actually sharing sharing the screen with somebody right now." I don't want you to block it right uh versus oh which is going to pop up every time because then you're going to be like i really want to share this with you but my phone won't let me uh <laughs> i've had those moments yeah i actually have oh, or man. you end up saying well the only way you can watch this is for me to actually hand you my phone which i i don't want to hand you my phone because you know i i may trust you but i don't trust you that much right yeah i'm very careful who i let handle my phone definitely so um yeah cool definitely a very packed show uh this is probably like the longest episode we've ever done because of the net neutrality stuff from earlier and everything um so thank you guys so so much for um listening and watching as we wind down the show here uh for those of you that are um sitting on my uh twitch page please check out all the panels below my stream uh, including grid 21 merch as i always say uh for those of you on youtube if you have any comments at any point during this video please drop them we will actually go back and read some of the comments on the morning metro um to soundcloud users thank you for listening as well um we appreciate you too um and cappy thank you for joining us on the show today 
it was it was uh, fun having somebody's uh, a different thought um, on the show and stuff because we don't have guests that often. So thank you for joining us. Yeah. Thank you're most certainly welcome. And you're welcome to come back again if you like. Um, so, uh, with that, we are going to end, uh, again, thank you guys so, so much and have an awesome, well, by the time you watch this, it'll be on Monday. So have an awesome Monday. For those of you that are on Twitch here, have an awesome Saturday until then we will catch you guys later. I I have a shameless plug here though. Oh gosh. Okay. I do. do. Okay. I will allow Gertrude to mention. Okay. I will allow Gertrude. I'm starting my first streaming season of, uh, oh no, tomorrow's Monday and it's supposed to be. A funny, relaxing, getting your stresses down a little bit, because everybody hates Mondays. I'm interested to see what the first episode will be like, actually. I'm interested, too, because I have have no idea what to expect. And I do understand it will most likely just be me there going crazy, but that's fine. Yeah. Actually, I enjoy enjoy Mondays, so... Oh. Oh. Uh, so you, all right. So for those of you that are interested, I'm going to actually go ahead and plug my co-host because he is my co-host and he deserves that much, uh, um, appreciation for that. If you guys want to go check out Gertron's show, uh, you can go to twitch.tv forward slash Gertron. Uh, give him a follow. Tell him I sent you. And uh, I hope your first episode goes well tomorrow, Gertron. I'll uh, try to be there and chat and support you and stuff, see how this all goes and everything. So, um, but, but there you go. There's a plug. And for those of you on SoundCloud and YouTube, there you go. Uh, there you so go. so now we'll go ahead. And, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm trying to end. I know I'm trying to wind this episode down. Cappy, do you do you still stream? Should I, should I plug you too? Uh, yeah. Uh, my Twitch username is twitch.tv slash the true cappy man. Who occasionally does streams of gameplay and gameplay that I don't put, uh, I games that he plays. I normally would not play, but if you would like to go check him out, give him a follow too. Uh, we're all Twitch streamers on the morning match show. So we might as well just plug it all together since we're all friends and stuff. It's all pretty much. Okay. Unfortunately exactly. right now I am taking hiatus because my other job is currently, well, Christmas season working retail. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's rough. So Good luck. All right, guys. Thank you. Um, I may do a morning stream later this afternoon. We'll see how time falls because I have to do some cleaning. But if I, if it allows, I might we might do a TMM Let's Play on the Minecraft server. So we all that, that goes. awesome. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so, so much for chatting, hanging out. Again, check out all the panels. Uh, email us if you want to at themorningmetro at gmail.com. We would love to have an article submission. If you guys have any comments, please drop them in the comment section below. And until then, we'll catch you guys later. Okay, bye. 